all time, Zach. Absolutely, Doctor Strangelove. Oh, whoa. Yeah, like 100%. Wow. Well, my, and my favorite movie of all time is Doctor Strange, the Marvel. No, I'm kidding. Oh, that's not your favorite movie of all time. No, that's not your favorite. Not even you do. Not even love my top. Doctor Strange. I do love. That's on period love. Doctor Strange love. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it. And how's really? the bomb been doing? Yeah. We'll watch it soon. Or how for... I learned to stop worrying and love. Oh, the bomb. just kidding. That's yeah. a. Probably it's in the, way high it's up in, on yeah, the list. Yeah, it's in the top 100. It's it's going to take us 10 years to get to it. Yeah, yeah I figured it was low. also on the, the original list. Oh, who, is, who is the director? Kubrick. Kubrick. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. What's my favorite movie of his? The Shining? Maybe. No, well, I think I, I do like The Shining more than Full Metal Jacket. Mm-hmm. I might like 2001 the most. Even though Orange is good, even I though I haven't seen it. that one yet. Ooh, it's I good. Seen it. And do we count artificial intelligence, AI? No. Listen, I disagree. Listen, it, it doesn't count. Spielberg directed it, but it was he directed it. But it was he was know, doing a riff. Stanley on was Kubrick. dead. It's Stanley, not the same thing. It was Kubrick's movie, barely. And Spielberg directed. No, wasn't it his? Didn't he like write the script? But that's the same thing as saying like uh, Hot Rod is the Will Ferrell movie it was mm, going to be originally. Mm. You think Spielberg changed it that much? Yes. <laughs> I think Steven Spielberg changed I AI it, I way less I than think, the Lonely Island changed the Will Ferrell I think vehicle you're right, hot rod. But I think they're both very I'll give different. you that. I'm not like, trying to take away... Uh, Kubrick is yeah. meaner. In yeah, movie. of that's, course. That's very true. Like, of course. But AI is a pretty... It's it's one of it's the meaner bleak, Spielbergs. But it's also like sweet, sad. Mm-hmm. Like, that ending At the end is you go, so cool. Aw. Yeah. yeah, like, oh no, that ending is great. The poor little boy robot. Aliens, aliens find the him. alien robot. Or were those beings us? Evolved? I think Ooh. it's the Martians from Mission to Mars. Oh my God, have you seen Mission to Mars? I have not. Is a Dude. Brian De Palma film from 2001 <laughs> based on a Disneyland ride in which a man 2000. gets sucked into a sand vortex and spins so hard that his limbs fly off, and it's. Awesome. Awesome. Movie sucks. Awesome. <laughs> it has some cool stuff in it. You had that, me and then you lost me. Here's the thing. Zach, but what's your favorite movie in which based someone on a gets Disney spinned around theme park ride? Or you know the answer. Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, I, I, I have never been to a Disney. I don't know what they You've got there. You've never been to Disneyland? Never You've never been, been to a Disney World? No Disney park. Dude. Never we're been. not doing it this time. Dude. Next time we're going to do it. Yeah. When's the next time you're coming out? We'll see. Just next weekend. Um, so he's going to make this every weekend. Keller, you don't give a shit about Disneyland either. What do you mean I don't give a shit about So it? you can't really be the sort of I can. Oh, no, man. I've seen him mac on a lot of bread at Disneyland. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. He's there yeah. for Honestly, the bread. Yep. I am there for the bread. You just have to find your pitch for each individual person. How would I you pitch get, Disneyland to Zach? He's already sold. Okay. I, I know I need to go at least once for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Here's but how would You're, you... You do it the way that I would do it. Okay. What is it? You're not trying to like... Cram everything in. No, in it's like trying to do this in one day. You can't. Why do it? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially since there's like twelve of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the sell. That's just hey, take they, it they easy. Got cocktails. <laughs> Good got food. There. Go to California Adventure. Mm-hmm. Get some drinks. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you'll have a good time. Sign me up. That was also my pitch 
to Abby as as somebody who she didn't do Disney as a kid. Best corn dog you'll ever have in your life. Sold. Oh yeah, immediately. Even better than Fletcher's. <gasps> better than I've never had that. So yeah, What's the State Fletcher's? Fair corn dog. Oh, it is Whoa. better than Fletcher's. Whoa. Bullshit, dude. I promise it's better than Fletcher's. Bullshit. Whoa. I promise it's better than Fletcher's. Huh. I promise it's better Whoa. than Fletcher's. Huh. Interesting. The it State is. Fair, the it Texas is. State Fair, the Texas State Fair of Texas. You know that big old guy you see in wave and movies sometimes. Howdy, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome the to big, the State the Fair. The big neon sign guy. The cowboy man. No. No, he's like a hundred something foot animatronic cowboy. Feet. He's, not, he's like he's at least a hundred. No, he's fucking not. Like it's thirty five. When you were four years old. <laughs> I mean, the last few times I've been there, I was shit canned for OU Texas football. So. Oh, true. OU. You what does to, OU stand for? Oklahoma it's the University, University of Oklahoma. Where he went. University of Oklahoma. Oh, why? It used to like originally whenever it was first founded, it was Oklahoma University, oh. and then they wanted to change it to the University of Oklahoma, but he's they already had the branding. Feet. Okay, wow. Fifty-five. Well, and one time he caught on fire, and it was the funniest. Oh, shit that in the was world. the best thing. That it was that just this Texas giant more than animatronic cowboy man with a cowboy hat on and a Texas like western shirt on and the biggest boots and Wranglers. And one year during the state fair, he caught on fucking fire, and he was still waving and going, <laughs> "Howdy, folks." <laughs> This sounds better than Disneyland. Now it I feel bad. Was better than Disneyland. Like it is. <laughs> it's not, oh no! <laughs> show before. Oh, show no. before. Zach showed me a picture show. of this, this guy. It looks so, like this is the they, flaming they changed inferno. The, they changed like the shirt. Wicker Man about to tear down Asgard. That looked like the Wicker Man on fire. Like a <laughs> weird statue. It's the aftermath. Oh my god! <laughs> it's honestly wow. One of the funniest things to ever happen. Wow. And nothing is united to that state more. That's crazy. And probably, yeah. United the state. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were all like, came it's and a... laid, illegally picked blue bonnets at his feet. Mm-hmm. That's not true. <laughs> I made that up. All the mockingbirds flocked. That's the <laughs> state bird of <laughs> Texas. This every oh, pecan boy. pie showed up right every there. Every pecan pie. Pecan, state nut. <laughs> they do that. Yeah. Why do people do that? What are we talking about now? The Just Texas. Texas. <laughs> Texas State Fair. Texas State well, Nut yeah. at this point. They have a state nut. What Pick a it? random object. It's the pecan. Oh, they have a thing every year at the state fair, a butter carving competition. Mm-hmm. Can I can I be real with you guys? Yeah, I feel like you're pumped to go with us. I feel like when you are raised in the United States in any state other than California, you will know all that stuff. I don't know shit about no, this state I at think all. You don't know anything about California. No. But you really? guys know the the Texas bird, the state bird. You know the state mm-hmm. flower. No, I don't. The poppy. You know this for California. Yeah. No, I do not you know this. You went to school. You had to have learned this at they, some point. Well, what shocked it's me called, was learning that no other state has their own pledge. Because there's a Texas <laughs> pledge of allegiance that, that we would do after the American does pledge. not surprise me at all. Oh yeah, it's pretty bad. You, I pledge allegiance to Texas, no. for which it stands. No. One oh. Texas. Under, under Texas, Texas. <laughs> into Texas, into Texas, with Texas and Texas, Texas for all, <laughs> for Texas, not for all, just Texas. What's for the Texas what's fair. the Texas? Uh, I honor the Texas, Texas flag. flag. Oh, I pledge stop. allegiance Both of you to stop. the one one state, state under, under God. God. Stop, please stop. I hope you guys don't take this the wrong way. I feel like I'm being part of a hate crime right now. I need you both to stop. Oh, the me Texas having to say it for 12 years of my in, life was a fucking hate crime enough. You just got indoctrinated. <laughs> wow. That's so funny. Um, and sad. I'm, and it's sad. And oh, it's, it's, sad for it's both. incredibly yeah, sad. We just have to, yeah, man. You already think about the amount of time you wasted saying the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. Imagine Do it twice. Two. Uh, two. You know, two because, pledges. We because, didn't have home uh, room either. 
I didn't have that either. I didn't really? like also no, yeah. Homeroom, yeah. The way mm-hmm. school is in movies and TV is the way school is in every other state except for California. I don't believe that true because yeah. I came here and I, was I like, don't. I don't believe that true either. But guess what? <laughs> that true. That true. <laughs> that true. Kelly, that's, that's not true. quite the way to phrase that's it. Not true. I don't believe that true. That love. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Daft sack. I don't believe that true. That true. That true. Guess they don't what? think it'd be like that true, but it's true. Guess what? That true. But it's true. It's true. I didn't have, I mean, you're, you're telling me that I was taught all this stuff. You had the, the cool state flower, the state, you know. Schools. It's not I cool. will say the last time that I remember cool. looking at all this was I bought a three pack of the uh, field notes and they mm-hmm. do state editions. And on the back, they have all that stuff like the uh, Willie Nelson's, the state luminary for Texas. Good. Oh, cool. Who's the state luminary for California? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Probably. That wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah. Probably. I'm a luminary. Which is like, okay. I'm the illuminator. Talking to his little donkeys. And the opposite of him. What's the opposite of... His little oh, ponies. Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they already did that movie. Yeah. He's the illuminator. He's the other he state. by Dumbledore. Well, let's just jump in. Let's get let's let's get this show on the road. Yeah, Dumbledore um, 2. What's this movie called? I have a million questions about Texas and growing up in Texas and well, what it was like. Perfect movie to what get it, into. What it. it was like to be born in 1995. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a wow. nugget. What can I say? Oh my gosh, we'll be nugget. One you're day as you'll old be as a full chicken patty, but right now you're just a nugget. You are as old as Pixar making movies. I know. That's how old you are. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Also, uh, what, influenced what, by Steve Jobs. When did? Yeah. Yeah. Me specifically. Toy yeah. Story <laughs> come out. When did Toy Story come out? What? Ninety-five. It well, was. No shit, it was. But uh, when in the year? November. Like June or November. I'm pretty sure it was November. Was it Thanksgiving? Yeah, that I think sounds it was a right. Thanksgiving movie. Okay, so you're slightly older than Toy Story. Cool. Get fucked. By like buddy. three months. Cool. Although technically, actually, get fucked, Buzz. They were probably yeah, right. working on it longer than you were in the womb. Without so, a doubt. We don't need so, that. So what, who's, they made a you know, short and... No. It t- took them four years to make that movie. But they had stuff in the 80s, Pixar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was all yeah. toys still. Yeah. And like, what if we had a whole story? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See? <laughs> I'm as old as the movie Full Metal Jacket and The Simpsons appearing on the Tracy what Ullman show. What came out show. in the 90s? 1990? Uh, Back Mortal to the Future Kombat Part 3. Nothing the good. The year 1990, Back to the Future Part 3. Not good. Um, like, good, but not, like, oh, the oh, best movie that else? came out. Back to the Super Part 3. Mario Brothers? Ooh, that is the cinema. Movie? That might be, like, 93, actually. This I is feel like. depressing me now. I feel like it came out after you know what? Let's talk about something else. Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, well, let's just go ahead and start the show. This is the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name Misery, is Misery. Duh. Misery. <laughs> Highest grossing movie of 1990. Edward Hands. Yeah. Dances with Wolves. Yeah. God. Hey, let me stop it right there. Sucked. Your Dances with Wolves, bud. That's who you are. Oh, Sorry. actually, I beat all of you. What? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's oh, the damn. one. Boom. There it Boom. is. Damn. What's the coolest movie that came out the year I was born? Uh, Rain Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Zax's Toy Story or a yeah. goofy movie or. I don't think Pocahontas. Uh, or I don't think Toy Story would have happened without Ninja Turtles. So I think it would. Yeah, damn it, that's a take. That's true. That is a because they were toys and then they made stories. <laughs> <laughs> it, n- it had never been done before mm-hmm. 95. There's never mm-hmm. toys or stories. No, they wouldn't do it. Not in the same story. Oh, my name is Hector. Sitting across from me is the what was the kid's name? What was that uh, uh, photographer kid's name? Ah, oh, fuck, Herbie. 
Herbie. Is the Herbie to my Chuck. To my love bug. Mr. Keller. Nah, Block. Say hi, Keller. Hi. Why don't you go ahead? Okay, fully loaded. <laughs> and introduce. Today we our, have Lindsay Lohan. Our guest. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we have a very, 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 very special guest. Yeah. All the way hmm? from the place we've been talking about at length before, mm-hmm. Texas. Uh, my brother, younger brother. My baby brother. Okay, don't cry. My brother. (laughs) He's gonna cry. Zach Huara. Hi, it's me. I'm Zach. Yep. Hi, Zach. Hello. Hi, Zach. Thanks so much for. uh, That was an okay intro. It was great. I almost teared up. So. Zach. uh, I welled up at least. How do you pronounce your last name? Huara. That's really cool. I Mm -hmm. said that. I know. I've I've been saying it a while. Yeah. (laughs) At least, what, four years now? I think I nailed the pronunciation. Before, I was like, I can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, good luck. That's a lot of vowels. Night was your best. (laughs) There was a sale at the vowel store. A lot of vowels. What's the origin of Tuara? It's Algerian. That's where my dad's from. Cool. That's Mm -hmm. so cool. Mm -hmm. What is Algeria known for? Uh, being occupied by France until the late 50s. Yeah, that sounds about mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Whole movie about it. Where yeah. is Algeria? It is Northern the Africa. northwestern country of Africa. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard it from a bunch of movies about France occupying it until mm-hmm. the... Yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes yeah, sense. yeah. That's His, so cool. uh, My dad's dad was actually one of the leaders of the revolution against <gasps> the French. And the day my dad was born, uh, he was actually in jail because of the French. Didn't and he get what? arrested? Yeah, he was arrested. The day. Yeah. And so, so his, his family never registered his birthday until two days after. What? So he was actually born on the 5th of June. Wait, but wait. Was he born like his mom gave birth in jail? Or no, no, she no, wasn't no. in jail. The dad was in jail. Right. So his dad was in jail. His mom was not. Whoa. I don't I don't know where she gave birth. I wasn't there at the time. Okay, okay, okay. I, I was preoccupied. Uh-huh. A um, bathtub. Just like Algeria yeah. by France. Mm-hmm. Ooh. No, at that point, they were occupied. Right. (laughs) Pre and then current and then no longer post. post So wait, your dad was born, Mm -hmm. but then they didn't register him at the hospital? For like two days, yeah. Because of the occupation? Because they were having a a deal with his dad being arrested That's so cool. Yeah. I was like, hey, uh, sorry, you're going to have to take the back seat, baby. Mm-hmm. We have to deal with. That's a good movie, Backseat Baby. Backseat Baby. Have it. you ever met a person from France and been like, mm, "I don't, I feel, I don't like you"? <laughs> no, but my dad fucking hates the French. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. Well, shout out to all of our French listeners. If we hey. have any, stay out of Algeria. And shout out to all of our Algerian listeners. Yes. Hey, we love y'all. We yes, love we y'all. Do. We love y'all. And when you see a French person, tell them, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. No matter where they are. Tell them to get yeah, out of hey, here. Hey, get out of here. Even if they're in France. Say, leave me alone. Get out of here. Leave me alone. Get out of here. They probably uh, How do you it. say that in French? Uh, hey, au revoir. Uh, au revoir. Uh, well, Zach, I'm so happy that you're here visiting L.A. for the first time. Visiting for the Los first Angeles time, yeah. For the first mm-hmm. time. Short for Los Angeles. Um, uh, yeah, because sometimes that. L.A. is short for Louisiana. Like, so true. Mm-hmm. It's confusing. To, or lower Alabama. L dot A dot. They really call Lower Alabama L.A. when <laughs> Le- Louisiana is so close to it. <laughs> it's Alabama. So you got A L L A. That seems like a uh, insult. That it seems probably like, is. That seems like an They're insecurity like next door. from the state of Alabama is what it seems like. <laughs> Alabama, I'd be insecure too. They're like, well, we have one too. I'd be bummed. Lower us. Yeah, is, lower. Is, is is L.A. It's like shut up. <laughs> no, it's not. There's no nobody says Lower California. 
it's yeah, Southern California. So, it Southern so California, which is exactly. North Cal SoCo. That's what I'm saying. Is like whoever, no lower. whoever coined the phrase. We got Lower uh, Alabama, North Dakota, like, and you, Lower Dakota. Yeah, you're being a you're being a dick. Yeah, you should well, go the fucking South Virginia, Alabama. We go to Manhattan. Virginia. My favorite place is High Town, and I hate Low Town. <laughs> High Town, exactly. Low Town, Midtown. Just, though it's like that just makes me mad. Honestly, that's, that 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 Lower Alabama is a real thing. Only to people from Alabama. Yeah, and only because tr- they think they're pissing off people from Where are you Louisiana. From? Oh, I'm from Lower Alabama. Well, no, th- to them, that's all they know. Mm-hmm. Outside of Alabama, mm-hmm. doesn't exist. What's in Alabama? Wow, Mobile? depression. Mobile. Birmingham. Mobile. Yeah. Hey, to yeah. all of our Alabama listeners, it's hey beautiful country. Hey, in those thanks parts. so much. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. And when you see somebody from Louisiana, you say, "Hey, get out of here." <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Leave me yeah. alone. Louisiana dealt with the French people, too. <laughs> That's right. Damn, the French were everywhere. Yeah, huh? they had a whole oh, quarter shit. in there. Yeah. Ooh. Speaking of, it's replicated war. in Disneyland when you go visit. So oh, that's no. something to look forward to and avoid. I yeah. do avoid And if you see anybody things. at the French Quarter in Disneyland, tell them, get, get out, out of here. here. <laughs> Whenever you see that uh, Johnny Depp impression guy. Oh, definitely. Tell him, you see hey, anybody just, hey, get out of here. Get I'm here. pretty sure Disneyland has stopped. Hey, go jump in a lake. Using that guy. <laughs> There's I feel a lake like. right there. I feel you like. haven't been, so you wouldn't know. Yeah. But it's like a river lake thing that you jump in. Mm-hmm. It's a Disneyland hmm. geographical reference. Should we uh, get started talking about this movie? I was about to you say, I was about to say about this, this dumb movie, but this it's pretty great. Dumbass movie that actually was pretty good <laughs> and um, said some stuff. I yeah, I have I have some thoughts, but nothing particularly strong. You know, I think I I think I saw the movie and, and you can uh, say all this after you can say it all after I say after the thing. okay all right not after, after you I say, say the thing. thing after I say the thing and which is hey Sir Giles is going to come in here and he's going to read this okay all right go ahead you well, know who you? Sir Giles is. Mm-mm. Oh, Trash. set it up. He's Doc's Hawk's uncle <laughs> <laughs> from across the pond. Uh-huh. Wow. Well. You set it up. Set, you set it up. You, you set it up. You set it up. Okay, Tell I said I was going to set it up. Yeah. He is an old-ass British man who lives in our basement. Don't get mad because I called you old-ass. Your ass is old. <laughs> he uh, is a piece of work. Um, refused being knighted. Uh, okay, don't do the whole backstory, but why did okay. we hire him? Because this is a British magazine, mm, and so okay. we felt weird reading the blurbs ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we tried, and we're like, "This feels wrong." So we hired a British. An guy. American wouldn't say this. That's right. So we hired a British guy, and he gets paid, and that he gets to be in our attic, and we won't let him leave. Mm-hmm. Basement attic, British, Basement not attic. German. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> Sir Giles, um, let's uh, let's kick it over to him. He's going to read this little blurb sum up what this movie is that we're talking about and what number it has on the list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. Sir Giles, what? So that lays it all out. Lays it all out. Sir Giles, take it away, my friend. 385. Ace in the hole. (laughs) 1951 director Billy Wilder. Billy Wilder gives free reign to his legendary cynicism in this, his first film as writer, producer, director, a caustic tale of media exploitation with Kirk Douglas on top, sleazy form as ruthless Jono Chuck Tatum. That's a fucking sentence. (laughs) Good Lord. It's a film (laughs) that gets more relevant with every passing year. Thank you, Sir Giles. Thank you very much, Sir Giles. Uh, kicking it over to Keller first. Keller, what did you make of that blurb? 
Uh, I'm going to agree with Sir Giles. That was an incredibly yeah. long sentence. Mm-hmm. And I think they could have reworked it. Oh, I you feel think like so? everything is pretty graceful. It's a long sentence. Uh-huh. Look at the number they're, of they're commas gonna... in that sentence. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at seven commas. Here, uh, punctuation there. Here, yeah. Here's the other thing I wanted to mention is that I'm not that familiar with Billy Wilder's filmography. So I know that like we watched a thing where Spike Lee was talking about this movie and yeah. he was setting up the context where this is the first movie he did after Sunset Boulevard, which was incredibly successful. Have you seen that? Critically and financially. No, I don't think I have. Okay. Have you seen that? A long time ago. I th- okay. I've seen The Apartment a long time ago is all, okay. is what I think I've seen. Um, so then he gets to do this movie, a movie that he like wanted to do probably more than Sunset Boulevard, I guess, but that success let him kind of do what he wanted. Um, so I feel like this movie would have worked better on me had I known and been more familiar with Billy Wilder and his work and knowing like what kinds of projects he did yeah. being this one being the first that he's writing producing and directing i get it that's very interesting but i'm just not that familiar so if, if this is kind of the first one where i'm sort of revisiting his filmography uh i liked knowing the context about the movie the same way that when we watched the the great silence oh yeah a a uh, uh italian spaghetti western that was also super cynical mm-hmm. no one eats spaghetti the well, entire time we're watching The Great Silence, and it's fine, but by this point, it's stuff that you've seen a million billion times and everything else, but then at the end, with its really dark, kind of sad ending, we were like, oh, shit, that's crazy, and then we just looked up some making of the movie, and of course, at the time, it like broke people's brains, and whoa, my gosh, how, you know, right. so it, 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 this movie and Ace in the Hole, for me, Have are- Have you seen something like it hot? I think I have, again, but okay. years ago, yeah. with yeah. Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, or is she not good in it? I can't remember. I, She's do, great in it. How do we feel about Marilyn Monroe? We like her, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like her. I think she was good. She um, was good, especially in that. And very charming, and it's really sad to watch a movie with her in it and go, did the president have her killed? What the? F- what happened? What the fuck? Is that a real theory? It, I, like, it? I haven't I heard that I, think I know there's JFK things. I think it's a I real think. theory. Wow. Um, okay. Hmm. I got to watch JFK again. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they'll go over it in the movie JFK, dude. That uh, sounds like something, like in the director's cut, Oliver, Stone Oliver Stone's going to just go into it for a while. <laughs> uh, maybe, but um, yeah, maybe I do need to rewatch JFK. Anyway, it's just weird and sad anytime I see anything with Marilyn Monroe because I kind of think about um, how her uh, uh, life was kind of... Cut like, short, and also yeah, she like she was had like, agency, but also kind of not, and she was part of a larger system that I don't know. Maybe I don't know enough about Marilyn Monroe to talk that shit. Anyway, let's kick it over to Zach. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Zach. You Overall saw this thought. movie, yeah, mm-hmm. for the first time ever tonight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with anything Billy Wilder? Like, are, uh, I've seen Sunset Boulevard a while ago. Okay. Um, I. That's about it. Have you seen The Apartment? Mm-mm. Have I've you seen not. Something Like a Hot? Uh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. that's all the quizzing I'll do. All right, thank, thank you. You've seen uh, Sherlock Holmes' brother? What? Yeah. Is that a movie he made? Yeah. Sherlock Holmes' brother? The Private Life of Sherlock Holmes, I lied. Okay. Sherlock Holmes' young brother is a movie Gene Wilder made. Mm. Did not say that, no. What? I said it. The Private Life of Sherlock Holmes is a movie about Sherlock Holmes' younger brother? No, The Private Life of Sherlock Holmes is a movie that Billy Wilder made, but Gene Wilder made a movie about Sherlock Holmes as well. Oh. oh, okay. That's confusing. I, it I is see confusing. this very squiggly line now. Any any relation between Gene and Billy? Uh, last name. 
is the same. <laughs> Other than that? <laughs> I don't think so. In name only. Nothing I know of. Um, Zach, what did you make of Ace in the Hole? Uh, so I think it's really interesting. Um, so I get to have the perspective of I've worked in politics and with whoa, uh, whoa, in campaigning. Whoa. Hey, yeah. Really? Yeah. Up uh, in 2018, I was a senior advisor for a U.S. congressional race through the primary. Uh, so I got to actually see firsthand kind of how the media and political candidates and agencies work, and everything work actually work together or against each other, one of the two. And I really think Ace in the Hole really kind of nails that relationship we still have. Um, I mean, you take the entire Trump presidency where yeah. uh, you have stories coming out, even as recent as the last few weeks, of yeah. how the White House was in turmoil whenever Trump had COVID or whenever something happened, all of these negative things were going on. But you never heard about it just because the media wanted to hold on to it. So whenever people are out of the administration, they can get that book deal and put it in that tell all. No or kidding. You, yeah. Um, on the media side now also like anything that goes on you have uh, pundits like tucker carlson that they're just going to spin whatever they want no matter what it is mm-hmm. um like take uh, the border crisis and mm-hmm. that instead of going to the border uh, vice president harris went down to guatemala to address root causes but mm-hmm. she didn't do the photo op at the border so of course the entire right wing was pissed about it mm-hmm. and so they're making nothing out of or they're making something out of nothing yeah or they're just trying to make their version of the story happen regardless of what it leads to and that's exactly what this film is yes uh well said um what's the fix man <laughs> hey can you solve this real quick <laughs> i just say, real quick american politics question mark what's the fix uh I mean, <laughs> burn it all <laughs> because Damn. because because let me let me preface it by saying this: we had a guest Should on. Should we show. hit overall thoughts for the, <laughs> no. either of us first? Hold it, hold no. it. Let's fix America first. Yes, let's we're take gonna, it first. We're going to fix fact, America this is actually first. Where I announced my campaign, but uh-huh. so uh, a few weeks ago we watched election the movie Love election election. Yes, I mean that's it's what we're talking about right mm-hmm. now. And our guest was uh, Darina Ariano, who's a who's a, a friend of mine, and she came onto the show, and she was saying like in discussing politics and mm-hmm. especially American politics, she was like, it's so difficult to find good faith actors, to find decent human beings right. that are actually in the job for good reasons. And not saying a bunch of bullshit. And not saying a bunch of bullshit. And you know what? The media don't don't like those people Mm-mm. because they don't give them stories. I mean, they don't it, give them ratings. They don't, yeah. Back whenever Trump first announced his candidacy in August yeah. of 2015, everyone thought it was a joke. Yep. And, like, I mean, we were joking about it. Um, yeah. Like, nobody thought I was going to be serious. Yeah. And I think Veep really handled this really well in their final season, too. It's just like, well, this nothing candidate is uh, doing everything. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's cut to their rally. Fuck the news. Let's watch what they're doing. And then mm-hmm. they're just giving them, I think the figure was like, one and a half billion dollars worth of free airtime to the Trump campaign. It's just, and that's wow. You, they built that narrative, and they gave him that mm-hmm. airtime. And mm-hmm. was able, and like what he did with his campaign. I'm gonna go off a quick little tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, up until that point, every presidential candidate, they were very analytical. They're appealing to your logic, and this is what's mm-hmm. the issue. This is how we're gonna fix it. Mm-hmm. He was the first like mainstream candidate to go and actually appeal to emotions. Hey, this is what's fucked up. This is why. Even if it's not why, but mm-hmm. isn't that really bad? That person took your job. Mm-hmm. Isn't it really bad that this party wants to do all of this stuff to you? And that really, like, people are like, "Damn." He's like, "I don't want to do that." Like, I don't mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Let's see what you have to say. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time a 
presidential candidate really appealed to emotion over logic. Yeah. And we all because, saw how that turned out. Because for decades, I mean, for the entire, as far as I know, and I don't, I'm not a historian, I'm not a, like an mm-hmm. expert, because there are people that have studied for and their careers. And I don't careers. know if that's uh, 100% true. And but Because... But, well, Nixon and Reagan, they stoked fear, which is emotion. Yes, that's but true. But also they were less, they were more calculated. Like what Zach mm-hmm. said about the calculation and yeah. the logic of it mm-hmm. is that even if they had similar ideals that they were espousing, you could, not, most, like, you could not, you could not be, it like it is. you could not be bare emotion or kind of truthfully honest mm-hmm. about that. You gotta be. A you guy have in to a be suit. like. Well, you gotta be Tucker You have to Carlson. run it through your focus groups. You have to, you have to yes, run it through all yes. of your advisors. Go through the party. Yeah. Not just in a press conference and be like, "Improvising for, for a complete total shutdown of Muslims out of the country yeah. until we can figure out what the hell's going on." Yeah. No one's ever said anything no. like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's where it really came into play. Mm-hmm. So. So then the question I pose is, what's the fix, Zach? How do we fix that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one thing would actually uh, be to bring back the fairness doctrine. Uh, it was a government law uh, mm-hmm. federally that basically said, um, so your major actual like networks, not ABC, I'm sorry, like ABC, NBC, um, at, like all your affiliates, mm-hmm. uh, not your CNN, MSNBC, stuff like that. But they would have to, any story, they would have to give equal airtime to both sides. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't be able to have your 24-hour news cable channels like Fox News. That's going to be very slanted right. Mm-hmm. Or have your MSNBC that's slanted left. That you're able to just talk about one point and really hit that one angle. Um, if you can go back to where you're required by law mm-hmm. to actually discuss both sides of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and seeing any Mention really good global show, warming in the actual science. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. <laughs> Don't just be like, we're oh, going to make our race own theory, but not network. talk about what it is. And that mm-hmm. that's only something ever taught on a mm-hmm. college education level mm-hmm. and not whatever. Um, but you have both sides of the issues actually getting talked about. Like CNN used to have a uh, point counterpoint. Yep. So they would have your moderator and then two people with differing ideals. And they would actually talk it out. And you get to hear both sides of it versus, yeah. hi, here's my show. We're going to spend an hour on this one thing that you, yeah. you all know nothing about. Even Fox News had a show called uh, Hannity and Combs, mm-hmm. where this guy Combs was supposed to represent a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And even though Hannity was like well-fed, he still is, was like loud and blustery. Mm-hmm. And the guy that they got Combs was like this squirrely looking fucking yeah, yeah. crypt he looked keeper like a looking. He looked like he was about to die and he eventually left the network. You got and Sully then... and you got Randall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Hannity just had uh, uh, his own show after. But at least then even, I think Fox they News attempted like, it seemed. Right. Or that James Cargill guy who was on mm-hmm. all the, is that his name mm-hmm. james carville so. yeah yeah he's on all the, the raging cajun yeah raging cajun i mean and also right. you go back to their slogan it used to be fair and balanced serious. i know and then know. they changed it to we report you decide because they decided like hey wow. we're not gonna be a news channel yeah we're gonna be an opinion channel so they don't yeah. report it we report no. opinion yeah. No. And um, I will say, if you haven't seen it, Bombshell is actually really good into mm-hmm. kind of getting into the culture of Fox. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I saw with the trailer. Specifically. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's, it's good. What did you say? Yeah. Definitely yeah. recommend it. I said I saw it. the trailer oh, for Bombshell. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't we, didn't we have a screener of it? I should watch it. It's on. It's streaming now. It's on streaming. Hulu yeah, it's streaming. Uh, I just remember in the trailer. Jay Roach. Who was it? Was it Kate McKinnon? Yeah, character. She was like, "This is Fox News, so everybody should be blonde. You should be scared of brown people." Mm-hmm. Like she's telling a new woman, like what yeah, yeah, yeah. to, you know, what yes. the, what something the... that should scare your grandmother and make yes. your grandfather upset. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's what Fox turned into, and it it's, sucks. It's wild, man. Um, so then we get back to this movie, and 
1951. 1951. Yeah. Uh, it is wild to see how, how, like, I don't know what the news media was like in 1951. That still eventually turned into like the because I think I'm thinking about the movie like Anchorman Two, mm-hmm. yeah. Where the first Anchorman was like, oh, women entering the workplace. That's what that's supposed to be. The 70s. The second Anchorman was supposed to be about oh, black people entering the workplace. That's right. predominantly white. What's the challenge here? But then also it birthed the 24-hour news cycle. Mm-hmm. Ron Burgundy was fixated on a car chase and it boosted his ratings at three in mm-hmm. the morning, and then that shaped how he did his job. And that movie's commentary about the 24-hour news cycle is like, it's news. bad. It's very bad. Um, Yet nothing changes. <laughs> yeah. I think... I like I, Zach, I like your ideas. I think the Fairness Doctrine is a way to go. It's mm-hmm. a way to go, especially since then you can have someone pointing out mm-hmm. how racist something is Mm -hmm. or just how completely not based in fact something is yeah i think fact checking should be on every major network especially Mm -hmm. if you're gonna be airing like a a state of the union address um yep regardless of either party you're gonna say things that are not entirely accurate you're going to be beefing up your base and uh, some networks do um but most don't and Mm -hmm. i think if you have that legitimate fact checking going on that's really able to help say hey it's not really this many jobs you're getting over this many years or whatever it may Mm -hmm, be, but mm -hmm. like just get the real knowledge out there and just stop spewing out bullshit and misinformation. Mm -hmm. And then maybe you won't have 600,000 Americans die for no reason. That's a great point. Oh man. I didn't even think about COVID. (laughs) That's even even think about the global pandemic. This is turning even now, or we're talking about, uh, Trump. Yeah. Fucking Eric Garcetti, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Newsom, Abbott, Mm -hmm. Even not even Abbott. I won't even talk about him. He's a piece of shit. Texas Obviously. guy. Yeah, yes. Texas yeah, governor. Yeah. yeah, maybe the worst. Yeah, uh, not him, Ron DeSantis. Him and Kemp and yeah. DeSantis. Uh, <laughs> uh, but even people who are supposed to be like the good guys, sure, Newsom sure. and Garcetti, sure. mm-hmm. just completely Cuomo. Mm-hmm. Cuomo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. your best example. Yeah, Cuomo and was... uh, fucking what's the governor's name? Or the I don't know, man. There's too many the bad ones. I don't know. There's too many bad uh, oh, mayors of a city. New, New York, York. Uh, De Blasio. Yeah, him mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're all supposed to be the yeah Democrats who get it, but you can just see them spinning shit like Newsom being like, "Yeah, it's fucked up," but actually, my kids have been going to school for the last six months. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, right. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, I think that. Uh, What's been really interesting is the internet is a double-edged sword. With or this just stuff. like it's time to reopen. Mm-hmm. Let's actually show let's show all the media that says it's time to reopen. Mm-hmm. Not sh- push so much stuff about the variant killing yeah. people. Yeah, and like, how and and some more sort of scientific realities and mm-hmm. everything. The internet's been uh, good and bad and good and bad because on the good side of it, fact checking is happening in real time. Mm-hmm. The internet has now placed the power into it's easier to the find public. reliable sources. Yeah, but it also... But it's easier to find extremely unreliable exactly. or completely oh, false exactly. yes. sources. And the internet just magnifies that. And the internet has made it so that those groups can become radicalized easier. Yes. So, yeah, I'm thinking about solutions. I'm thinking about fairness doctrine. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about stuff like that. I'm also thinking about the the efforts that have been made by especially young people like you guys, like 
you know, young, the younger generation. Me and Zach. And me, and no, me. But no, you and Zach. Us to the, and the younger the young generation. People, um, who, are, who do give a shit about, politically, about good faith yeah. politicians, you mm-hmm. know, and su- throwing in the support, you know what I mean? Like, the fact that uh, Bernie Sanders got as much support as he did, especially from young people, it's like, that should tell you something. There's, there's a, there was a movement there, and there, mm-hmm. and there still is. But it's the thing of how can you get these entrenched media companies to like sync sync they're up fucking with that. machines up. yeah man yeah the man. amount of power is insane especially when an entire demographic is only watching mm-hmm. this one paint. channel i mean and that's one thing i like with jonathan swan from axios is mm. that they really kind of try to change how news is delivered they do it in very short articles so you're able to read them a lot easier and then he had the very famous interview with trump where of course great memes came from but like he was one of the only journalists to actually like follow up with trump and ask hard-hitting follow-ups and not just being like well sure we'll take that for an answer but like he would go in for it Mm -hmm. and that was the first time that had ever happened during the presidency yeah uh, was that interview yeah that's just that great befuddled like australian uh, wit and almost like sarcasm mm-hmm. that he has where he's just like what do you mean by that what do you, but these numbers here you can't you can't, honestly can't mean this I just don't understand I don't understand just, just playing just dumb almost face. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, can you yeah. explain that to me I don't understand these numbers it's a really weird episode of Flight of the Concords <laughs> 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 hey honestly uh, they'd be offended great. if they compared Australian accents to New Zealand accents yeah I, I, I think Listen, I think uh, Americans it's close enough for them I think throwing in support for reporters like that mm-hmm. does also help, yeah. you know, because actually, go ahead. after oh, I was going to say after that interview, uh, 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 like what did Swan do? What did he what could he do? What what did he do? Like what like that interview made him very, very well known because of that high profile interview. Mm-hmm. Was he able to did he take that opportunity to like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like from that could have come more and more support for reporting like that. And maybe other people would follow in that kind of mold. Yes and no, um, because uh, they weren't really given as much access as they used to have before the interview. So they lost that access. And in that industry and press, if you don't have access, you don't have a story, you don't have readers, you lose money. Oh, my God. So it really goes all back into that. And actually a lot during the uh, Ace in the Hole I kept thinking of Maggie Haberman from New York Times. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Everyone was praising her through the first two-thirds of the Trump administration. Then mm-hmm. it was coming out that she was holding back on stories until she was gonna, it was more beneficial for the paper. Mm-hmm. And I understand that you have to do that for your readership and to generate revenue because at the end of the day, media is a business. Mm-hmm. But also... It is the job of the media to report. That's why we have the freedom of the press and trying to the First Amendment so that these agencies are able to go out and report so people know what's going on. In the moment, not years later. And it's unethical that you're withholding this information of, oh, well, this was about to be a shit show in the White House, Mm -hmm. but we're not going to talk about it until the deal. Bernstein's book yeah right yeah <laughs> recording of thanks for nothing yeah was way it, late is it the recording of Donald Trump being like it's really bad COVID's really really bad yeah. out there yeah, yeah uh-huh. that kind of oh my god and then like how the media hyped up the uh, Comey testimony mm-hmm. and then that was a uh, well, was fine it was whatever it was a dud mm-hmm. biggest thing we got out of it was Same Lordy, the we Mueller hope investigation tapes. yeah mm-hmm. The other thing this movie reminded me of uh, before Keller and I jump into our overall thoughts is a classic episode of The Simpsons. Now, The Simpsons was a television program on Before Y'all Were Born. Yeah, and uh, still. So and I still, think we know. It's still kicking. Yeah. I think we know. Uh, it's actually, the show is as old as you. 
Uh, is he older than me? No. The Simpsons is older than you, but the show is... I thought it aired in 89, the first one. Actually, you're right. Uh, Christmas 89. I know. That's why I said it. Wow. I know wow. more about The Simpsons than you do. Or is it Ooh. technically 1990? No, I actually know more about The Simpsons than you do. No, you're right. You do know more about The Simpsons than yeah, I do. Yeah, and also right. I was born in November of 1990, <laughs> therefore it was late, so The Simpsons yeah. would have aired before then. Anyway. Yeah, the, se- the first season mm-hmm. of The Simpsons, mm-hmm. not just the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons roasting fire. So there's a whole fire. bunch out. Yeah, that's true. So it is older than you no matter what. Mm-hmm. So The Simpsons I'm I'm young, too. I'm an, also young. An episode... <laughs> In its first ten seasons, I forget which season, where Bart gets a uh, some one of the writers watches Ace <laughs> in the Hole. Yeah, and he gets a fake like um, uh, little speaker thing, mm-hmm. and he accidentally drops it down uh, a well, and or he does it on purpose as a prank. And when it's down there, he's like, "Please, somebody help me!" Am so I like a microphone Timmy? thing, I'm trapped in a well. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like projecting his voice, and so. You know, groundskeeper Willie or somebody sees it, and they're like, "Oh, hang on, lad!" And then they go and they get everybody in the media mm-hmm. to to rally around this. And seriously, a carnival springs up, like it's that sort of so level. It's big it's carnival, the whole. Mm-hmm. It's a big carnival. And then Bart uh, forgets that he had a label maker as a gift, along mm-hmm. with this uh, speaker, and he put his name, property of Bart Simpson, on there, so that when they're digging and they find it, he's going to get in trouble. So he goes down there. And get uh, three stuck. quarters of the way and actually mm-hmm. get stuck for real. But then by this point, everybody wants to leave him in there because they're like, he lied about the yeah about the kid. And mm-hmm. now he's down there for real. And so it's only Homer and celebrity cameo Sting that keep <laughs> digging to get Bart. And eventually they save him. But that's hilarious. That was, they're like, fuck this kid. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Oh, he lied. Let him die. It was just a. No a, one in town likes Bart. I didn't know, but it can't. was it. Yeah, it was just basically a riff on Ace in the Hole mm-hmm. and and what this movie's saying. So, having gone through all the context, the meaning of the film, the way that it was able to predict the future, the frustrations that we have as Americans dealing with our media, Keller, what did you think of the movie Ace in the Hole? I want to know what news was like mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Me too. Meaning. This is when America built its World War II propaganda machine, mm-hmm. which is the media today. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so it was already pretty much set. Set is what you're and saying. And then yeah. got shifted, right? I mean, it, if I'm understanding what way, you're asking, are you asking like about this like this machine was built but was only focused on winning the war? And now, yeah. It's like. How else are we going to make money? It, you, you might be the right. The war sells papers because he's like, there's a war going somewhere. He says that at one point yeah. in the yeah. movie. Don't you That's know? the most American line in the movie. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, you may be right. If 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 you're asking, when did American news media start to contend with truth? I feel like that's happened historically throughout in little pockets, you know? Yeah, um, but I don't know, like back like what yeah when did newspapers start getting like nationwide uh like when would you be able to read the new york times and oh. california type shit yeah that's like a great before question. it was probably way more localized mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah like i don't know hearst it, hearst publishing was only yeah. for like california they were or all. new york or i don't know what i don't we gotta know. watch deadwood again and i have uh. to and again i i think this side of history is fascinating because i don't know well, Some even of these milestones and stuff. I don't know. What is America but 
just propaganda mm-hmm. even in history textbooks mm-hmm. in general. And I do want so, I do want to point out too that like I think some propaganda is good. I think depending on what it is cuz propaganda is this big all-encompassing term yes. and it means a lot of different things and and even behind me right here this stuff all of this shit is propaganda. I'm pointing to Not comic all books. Of it's propaganda. Most of it most of it is. Some but, of it is straight up propaganda. But some propaganda I think even the propaganda like when we were kids of like recycle reduce reuse. Mm-hmm. Is propaganda or like only you can prevent forest fires is propaganda. Stop, drop, and roll is propaganda, and all those things are, I think, positive and good and helpful to, yes. a, to an extent. Like there are, there is propaganda that means well, and 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 for the United States trying to win World War Two, I think I but think was good propaganda to win money. Bad also. propaganda. Yes. <laughs> uh, and yeah. the war made a lot of people a lot of money. It did. It did. And it did. And a lot of people died. A lot of people died, but those mm-hmm. people who made money yeah. didn't. Yeah. And they did eventually. Yeah. Maybe. They probably mm-hmm. are all frozen somewhere and mm-hmm. going to come back later. That'd be wild. Right? Yeah. Gin on the rocks. There's Rockefeller again on the rocks. <laughs> you know what on makes the Rockefellers? Me, on you the rocks. You know what makes me feel good is that. Um, He's, under, great, he's underneath that uh, ice skating rink. Yeah. <laughs> in Rockefeller <laughs> Center. That's why. <laughs> that's why they're. If you look closely, you can just see him and they're like Han Solo and Carbonite. Yeah. <laughs> The thing that made me feel good is I saw a few days ago a Twitter thread where a scientist was like, everybody's saying that Jeff Bezos and, oh, and what's his name, that they're going so to escape the planet. Yeah. And she broke down like how impossible it is to live in space. And she basically said, even with all of this guy's money in the world, and we've all seen those examples with rice grains and mm-hmm. how yeah. much fucking money he actually has. Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, even with all that money, like it doesn't mean he's going to live any longer than a regular human. It doesn't mean he's going to, you know. Space is going to be any yeah. better for him. No. Because right. once you get up there, yeah. you're just a man in a tube. Yeah. Uh, and space is trying to kill you constantly. Constantly. It just you need made an me feel entire good. team it's of like, people. There's no way to yeah. livably be on Mars mm-hmm. in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. It just it made me feel good to know. That people with there's that no level escape of for those fucks. Yeah, that exactly. ruin this planet for <laughs> that's, us. That's all it's it like is. you're gonna die with the rest of us. You you're the you're the same as us. You're the same as us. You know. Anyway, uh, I liked the movie. I didn't love it. I think it, I think for me, well, what? you know, I loved its message, and uh, I liked Kirk Douglas a lot. He's like magnetic to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. his his performance, even when it's like crazy, mm-hmm. even when it's really extreme. And even when the movie's a little overwritten and not natural, because I'm like, unless people talk like that in 1951, which I don't think they did, because this is a very smart script. I think they talked like this quite a bit, see? They all talked through their noses, angrily. maybe the kid can get you a spot in the high school newspaper. Yeah. Um, Come on, fan. Beat it, beat it, fan. (laughs) Listen, fan. (laughs) Come on, fam. Fan. Um... Uh, yeah, I think that the movie should, uh, for people today, for young people today, for people my age, for people older than me today, whatever, I think the movie is best when you have context. But also, mm-hmm. it's been made 30 you know? times since. Yeah, right. man. Yeah. Even in The Simpsons. Yeah. Nightcrawler is the same movie. Nightcrawler, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a story that is worth continuing to tell. We mm-hmm. listen to Spike until, Lee talk about it. Yeah, until we get our shit together. And this I, is one of the, the way, first movies that came at the media in that way yeah i love that spike lee loves this movie mm-hmm. me too that's awesome that yeah. makes the movie better yeah <laughs> makes Ace and listening better. to him talk about it and him gush over his signatures <laughs> yeah it's so cute it's so cute because i'm like 
I called him. I kept yeah. trying to call him. Yeah. And I couldn't get him. And then <laughs> so it, great. And then one day I, I went over to his hotel. Man, <laughs> just, 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 just also the fact that everybody in this movie talk like this. Yeah. In the middle of New Mexico. No. <laughs> I'm in New Mexico. How oh, no, we fell down in the hole. Listen, doll. <laughs> I work, for, I work for the newspaper in Albuquerque. I'm a $1,000 day newspaper <laughs> man. $1,000 uh, day. You can get me for $50. You can get me for free. Died. I died. I died. I died. Goals. Um, well, I really appreciate Zach sharing his insight on the political process mm-hmm. and some solutions. Something that I will never jump into. That's, yeah. I, That's why I, it have me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I decided not to get into politics when I was five years old. I just slipped him a piece of paper and was like, hey. Tossed in this in the old ID mm-hmm. in <laughs> for 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 what? For Toss it on up the line. <laughs> he knows. I'm people. just his own spin machine. Running yep. up the flagpole. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when I was five years old, I was like, one day I want to be president of the United States. And, and I then learned politicians were corrupt. And I went, okay, I want to work on cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> and then you learn that cartoons are corrupt. <laughs> They're just as corrupt. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> Zach, how often would you say that an, a, a, a Texan accent slips out of you? Ooh, when very, does it happen? Very often. And um, what would you say is the greatest influence upon it? And drinking, drinking. Um, I met more Danny McBride. Then, that too. <laughs> but I, I realized so throughout most of high school, I really never had too much of a Texas accent. And then whenever I moved to Oklahoma for college, mm-hmm. it came out a little bit. And then in the summer of 2016, I had an internship in Ithaca, New York, mm. and the, apparently the further away from Texas I get, it's either the more I notice <laughs> it's it or the more it is comes what it out. Is. It's true. And like, there was just a huge disconnect with one of the people I was wow. working with. They're like, hey, okay, you do this. I'm like, yeah, I'm fixing to. They're like, no, no, you don't have to fix it. You just need to do it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fixing to do it. And like, this went back and forth like three times. <laughs> Who's on first? Who's on first? Exactly. That's yeah. Great. And then whenever I got up to Toronto that summer, it was ye fucking hot all day. What? Yeah. So you're telling was... me like if you visit Europe, you're going to be walking around like, well, hell, look at that. Damn. Look at that. They're awful tower. Yeah, y'all. Look at that <laughs> big old wooden tower. Oh, even though it's God. metal. If I had my lasso. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That wow. and then if I drink, it comes out. Okay. Yeah. But occasionally good. I'll get a random German accent whenever I drink. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Ah. If you are German. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. We have ways of making yeah. you talk German. <laughs> Drink this, this delicious milk. <laughs> I love this delicious milk. Thank you for giving me some of your delicious milk. I didn't think I had a Southern mm. Californian accent. Mr. Bond, I love your milk. <laughs> <laughs> So there's always a German Is that the bag porn spinoff? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bond, I, I love, love your delicious milk, I love Mr. Your Bond. Milk. comes out of your penis. <laughs> I hit it with this milk. rope. It was yeah. me all along, yes. Bond. It's me, Lashy Fred. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sinister, I assure you. I just love your milk just and balls. Let me take out my jaw. It's me all along. Mr. Doctor. Mr. Doctor Bond. Into our German listeners. Uh, Apologies. Say, hey, get out of here. <laughs> hey, get out of here. <laughs> okay, now we get to the point in the show where we get to ask Zach to contribute a movie, any movie that he wants to pick, any any pick mm-hmm. to add to a new list that we're putting together. The entire world. With our guest suggestions. Zach, which movie are you going to pick? Oh, fuck, oh, I'm going with the 2009 <gasps> good film comedy. In the Loop. Oh. From Armando, Armando Iannucci. Iannucci. Yeah, so. It, in the Loop. 
it's a political mm-hmm. thing about it's, the same it's thing. It's British Veep, essentially. It has... Uh, oh. I know uh, James Gandolfini's There's in it. Uh, Anna Chomsky and Zach Woods, which are in Veep. They're there. Peter Capaldi's in it? Yeah, Peter Capaldi's uh, the main character. Basically, it's one of the ministers in the UK slips up and says something very negative to the administration. And so then Peter Capaldi's uh, character has to spin. And it's... Just like Veep, very quick-witted, jokes everywhere. Incredibly mean-spirited. Yes. <laughs> I love um, that. And then, like, James Gandolfini plays an American general that's, like, super <laughs> fucking pissed off. So That sounds hilarious. Um, and it's, like, it's what really influenced Veep, which is my favorite show. Wow. Um, and I think, because working in politics, people are always like, oh, is it more like Scandal? Is yeah. it like House of Cards? Yeah. Is it the West Wing? And it's really like Veep. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's like 1% Veep. House of Cards, 2% West Wing, and then yeah. 97% Veep. Because <laughs> everyone's just fucking self-serving assholes who and, uh, are yeah. in are assholes yeah. to each other. Oh, yeah. And and yeah, exactly. And we're all just dumb, regular people. Mm-hmm. It's like, I like to think that they, they are just like me, mm-hmm. and they like me, and they want what's best for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it ain't boy. that. I love that <laughs> Selena <laughs> Kyle. Kyle Cowmeyer. Yeah, that's what I went. <laughs> New Selena now. <laughs> wow. In I the wish Catwoman was in, in it. <laughs> so, in the loop, you're picking because of its message, because it's funny and its influence. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think I vaguely know this movie, but I, I have never seen You've it. You've seen it on Netflix. It was on there for a long time. Oh, yeah, was it's it been really? on there yeah, for yeah. a long time. And man. if it was 2009, I worked at a blockbuster. True. Mm hmm. At that time, so I must have. Mm-hmm. That was at the tail of end. Course of course, Doc Doc would pick this movie. Yeah, it's from across the pond. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Wow. What can expect from it would for sure be on the list if and this came out then because mm-hmm. it's a British movie. I've been wanting to watch more Gandolfini stuff <laughs> because that trailer for the new Sopranos movie. Just we got to watch out. the Sopranos, and I've never seen the Sopranos. Me Sopranos is good. The first, like, yeah. five and there's been a random resurgence of Sopranos content on Twitter. It's yeah. been really nice. Yeah, exactly. He deserves it. Gabagoosh. Yeah, yeah. That's how you say it. <laughs> is that what he said as a general? Uh, listen, we're going to gabagoosh this country. <laughs> <laughs> that has been the basis of American yeah. foreign strategy uh, we gotta, we gotta, for we 13 years. We, we went in there, we gabagooshed, we got out. <laughs> we... Apparently, we gabagooshed the fuck out. <laughs> apparently there's some fucking oil in there, so we're going to gabagoosh it. We get the oil out of there. <laughs> it's going to be gabagooshing out of the ground. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, what you would say to James Bond. Um, so They're going to gabagoosh you, Bond. It's going to be gabagooshing. Do you really expect them to pay? No, Mr. Bond, I expect them to gabagoosh. <laughs> A great word. What a great nonsensical, silly Italian stereotype. How yeah. great. It's cured meats. That's all we're talking about is cured meats. Yeah, cured meats. I um, like cured meats. Yeah. Zach, More so meat is, should be cured. is Veep your favorite TV show? Yes. And your uh, favorite movie of all time is Dr. Strangelove? Yes. He loves politics. Um, Surprise. What's your favorite uh, video game of all time? Do you have one? Fallout. Really? Mm-hmm. Which one? The original and or Sly it's, Cooper? Yeah, Sly Cooper. Of Sly course. Cooper, nice. But, um, PS2. Yeah, uh, I actually just replayed all the Sly Coopers. They're great. Uh, well, it depends on my mood. Mm-hmm. Either Fallout Three or New Vegas. Cool. Fallout Three or New Vegas. Which one's Three? Three's in DC. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, do you have a favorite book? Probably. Look at you. Slaughterhouse smart, Five. Well read, of course. Slaughterhouse That's, Five. Yeah. Of course, of course. You of knew course. it. Great, great, great. You can you tell these, these answers. You knew it before brain. you said it. I don't think I have a favorite book. I should get one. Yeah, you do. What? 
It's uh, one well, of these. behind you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's different. That would be a favorite like comic, Kingdom I Come guess. or something. It's yeah. a type of book. Yeah, I guess so. Um, do you have a favorite uh, band or musician? This changes because this you have changes. a shared one. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. You have a shared favorite. Shared favorite? What's a shared favorite? Shared favorite. Uh, what's the first half of your uh, Daft Punk. Daft I mean, punk. yeah. Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Yeah. They're all, they're all stop sock. Uh, do you um, think they'll ever come back? Nah. Really? I think you think they're done. I think they. I'm like, ready for it. some solo projects. Wow, I'll listen to some fucking guy. Oh all man, the time. Doft put out a record. Yeah, dude. <laughs> not as good as y'all. Y'all heard of the new punk? Yeah. <laughs> um. So Dutch punk all the time. Uh, also, over the last few years, it's this uh, uh band called uh, Houndmouth, Houndmouth that I've seen a lot. They have like think a lot about of... a dog in the mouth. Uh huh. Got mm-hmm. it. Got exactly. Got it. Bluesy, folksy, indie mm. bullshit. It's great. Um. Cool. They were. It was funny. My. For last concert before COVID, and then my first concert after COVID. Nice, unquote. but Houndmouth. Mm-hmm. Houndmouth. That sounds like the fake band that uh, um, Andy had in the in Parks and Recreation. It sounds like Mouse Rat. Mouse Rat. Yeah. Houndmouth. Houndmouth. Because <laughs> it's an animal two word thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of the words. Same is thing. Animal. Mm-hmm. Um, that was awesome. I mean, I don't. I hope that we. Here's the thing. What? Nothing against Ace in the Hole, but I think that what Watch the it. what the movie's enduring message is is kind of a little bit more interesting to talk about than the movie itself. Do you know what I mean? Uh, absolutely. That's what I feel like. And, and that's something I like about film and art in general yeah. is you can be inspired to talk about something specifically referenced in the film without mm-hmm. ever having to talk about that actual art medium but mm-hmm. it influences that conversation which is i think the whole that's what this art is going is for. for yeah 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 i mean i think everybody's like kirk douglas is great also the media is fucked is yeah. basically what it's people basically are supposed what, to get out of it that's like I agree. some bullshit <laughs> i agree a hundred percent it well, felt kind of like a paul thomas anderson movie to me at mm. times hmm. it felt very there will be blood Mm. With some of not the, like a Paul W S Anderson movie. It felt very much like a Paul W S Anderson movie so as think well. About it, and now we were in the, the media most of the time in Monster Hunter. Monsters that you have to hunt. Thank you. Monster Hunter yeah. was terrible. And as them being the resident evil, <laughs> <laughs> we need to combat these yeah. mortal enemies of ours. <laughs> Just put it all in the same Hopefully umbrella. Hopefully to uh, annihilation them. <laughs> did he do that one too? I don't think he did. I don't know. I'll give it no, to him. Whatever. Sorry. Um, the actual director. Hello. This was uh, enlightening. Yeah. And I don't feel as bummed out as I kind of was when we started talking about this. Like you really mm-hmm. did kind of, with, with some of your ideas and solutions and stuff, I'm like, okay. I, think I am so glad that everybody listens to this. Yeah. And it's going <laughs> to spread like wildfire through Congress. Uh, mm-hmm. I will mention you both when We're it writes up my Nobel it. Prize. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all we want, mentions. <laughs> Thank you. We'll probably be getting it for art for this podcast at the same <laughs> yeah. year. But the Nobel Prize for uh-huh. art yeah. <laughs> has been awarded like, to you. we get the art one, please? <laughs> <laughs> this movie podcast with these yeah, two yeah, jackasses. <laughs> um, Zach, is there meander uh, around the greatest movies of all time? Is there anything. anything else that you would like to say? Anything that you want to like promote? Would you want listeners to follow you on social media anywhere? Check yeah. you out. I mean, uh, on uh, Twitter, Dafzak, D A F T Z A K. Instagram, Fat Stacks Zach's, but it's S T A K S. So it's a fun one. <laughs> um, and then also, just like I mean, coming up our uh, midterm primaries. Uh, 
go out and if you see a candidate you really like, don't just sit on your ass and tweet mm-hmm. about them, but actually go out and do uh, donor calls for them, phone bank, text bank, everything. There's a lot of different ways to get out the vote for your specific candidate. And then at the end of the day, uh, even if your favorite doesn't win, just support whoever's going to be the closest to your ideologies. That way we can continue to progress in this country and not just complain about every four years, and but yeah. do nothing about it. Love it. Wow. I love it. Also, I'm inspired. find sources that are good. Mm-hmm. Check your sources. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't just say shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, don't throw a carnival if someone's going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, do not storm the U.S. Capitol. That's a that's a big no-no. Oh, yeah, for sure. And if you sure. do, don't throw a carnival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you think about it, it was a carnival. They had a carnival, and they're like, you know what? We should storm this building. You know what's so funny? I was going to say, and if you do, don't text your friends to brag about it, but a bunch of people did. So I still think my favorite was this dude was at the dentist, like, bragging about it to yeah. his tech. Yeah. And then this other dude that was just a patient there literally called the FBI, and was like, hey, this dude did this. And he got fucking arrested. Awesome. Yeah, I hope he awesome. was on fucking code too when he did <laughs> so if you're gonna commit big crimes don't talk mm-hmm. about it yeah <laughs> or yeah. please do so you can go to jail actually, yeah please. That, yeah actually yeah. talk mm-hmm. about it that but also awesome. abolish jail yeah uh, <laughs> hey man we have a lot of fun <laughs> oh man yeah i seen i seen some really funny like reflections the past couple of years where people are like on the one hand i want prison cops that have like murdered black people to go to jail forever but on the other hand i want to abolish jail so i feel so conflicted (laughs) let's have a cop jail done cop jail cop jail meaning it's an island out in the middle this fall on cop jail (laughs) (laughs) 20 minutes bad boys bad boys (laughs) (laughs) what you gonna do you're stuck in a jail (laughs) (laughs) oh boy that was great keller why don't you let everybody know what movie is next on the list, and I'll tell them where they can stream it, if anywhere. Ooh, we're going to be watching the inspiration for You've Got Mail, <gasps> 1940s, Seattle. The Shop Around the Corner. Oh, The Shop Yeah, we're going to watch Sleepless in Seattle, <laughs> the inspiration for the movie. Like, Nora Ephron thought about that other movie she wrote, and she's like, you know what? That. But with email. Let's do a reteam. <laughs> so the shop around the corner from 1940 is streaming on DirecTV for subscribers and Watch TMC for subscribers. Okay, and I think we have TMC. And it's rentable everywhere else, which is very, very cool. And if not, we can get it to uh, Netflix through the mail. So True. I'm never stressing about it, dude. Please don't. Zach, let me tell you. Netflix through the mail, it's Still awesome. Still a thing. I remember it. Yeah. I also remember you had to get the disc to stream. What's that? The, oh yeah. yeah, I found our old PS3 oh, disc. Yeah, you had to get it if you had a PS3 or like a, a Nintendo a separate Wii. Thing. Yeah, like, yeah. No matter what it was, you had to yourself. get that specific disc, and they just discontinued it for uh, the Wii and the oh, uh, DS. No. That's honestly fucked, and we should call them. Yeah, yeah. I would love to watch yeah. Netflix on my DS. <laughs> I want to watch any Nolan film on the DS because that's exactly how he wanted it. Ooh, just find an iPod Nano. Yeah. <laughs> One just, of the ones with the tiny just, iPod Nano video. I don't know why that was real. Right in the middle of the runtime of Tenet to just fold the DS and walk away. Like, <laughs> oh, perfect. I want to watch the Irishman on my this. old iPod Nano. Yeah. I think Scorsese would be fine with it. He didn't give a shit. Just watch the movie. Amazing. Nolan would be like, mm, that ruins mm. my vision. Mm. <laughs> that ruins my vision. And it's like, Okay, how about this? Put headphones in. Mm-hmm. I've got the DS two inches from my face. <laughs> <laughs> Full screen, <laughs> big baby. Screen, big screen. <laughs> Fuck IMAX. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got it. The Max 
distance to my eyes I can. <laughs> uh, you guys want to go inside and watch a 3D movie? Please. Let's, let's do, do it. it. All right. Let's, okay. Let's, let's, let's wrap this up. The Shop Around the Corner, 1940, TMC, In 3D, you'll and that other it. one. Yeah. <laughs> go watch it. We'll be back in a week. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. 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 You guys are related. <laughs> <laughs> you are too.